1: Welcome to the Marriage After God podcast.
0: We're your hosts, Erin and Jennifer Smith.
1: We have been married 15 years and have five sweet children who are growing up way too fast.
0: We love God and we love marriage.
1: And we love to be honest about it all.
0: Marriage is not always a walk in the park, but we do believe it has a powerful purpose.
1: So our goal here is to open up the conversation to talk about our faith and our marriage.
0: Especially in light of the gospel.
1: We certainly don't have all the answers, but if you stick around, we may just make you laugh.
0: But our hope is to encourage you to chase boldly after God's purpose for your life together.
1: This is Marriage After God.
0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Marriage After God podcast. I'm Aaron Smith.
1: I like it when you go podcast.
0: Podcast. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Keep going. And you are?
1: (laughs) I'm Jennifer. Okay. Some call me Jen.
0: Today we... Yes. I don't call you Jen though.
1: No, I like that you call me Jennifer.
0: I call you Jennifer exclusively. Wait, does that mean I'm the only one that calls you Jennifer? (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Just keep going. Okay. Uh, Today, we are going to be having a light and fun, candid conversation with each other. Because why not? Because we can and we should. And it's fun. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. Okay. Before we jump into that conversation, I want to share with you this week's episode's sponsor. Uh, This episode is sponsored by our 31 Prayers for My Husband and Wife Devotionals. Uh, these are our, some of our best-selling books, which is really amazing because that means there's th- thousands and thousands of marriages out there that desire to grow in their prayer life for their spouse and their marriage specifically, which is awesome. We design these books uh, to be a catalyst and an inspiration for your prayer life, not a replacement for it. Um, so if you've been blessed by this show, and you'd like we'd we'd be honored if you pick up a copy of our thirty-one prayers for marriage books. And um, they can be found at shop.marriageAfterGod.com or at Amazon.com. With that being said, um what is that? What? That Okay. <laughs> okay. How long have you been holding that in your shirt?
1: <laughs> Just a little while. So <laughs> can people hear me over it? I don't know. It's really cute. We got this. It's a do you wanna explain what it is?
0: Jennifer's doing show and tell right now, but it's just tell.
1: <laughs> it's one of those Christmas snow globes. And it has a bear in it with Christmas trees. It's pretty It's not a
0: Santa Claus bear either, it's just a regular black bear. <laughs> which is much more accurate.
1: <laughs> okay, so the reason that I snuck this into today's podcast and for you, Erin, is because I wanted everyone to know that I really like the element of surprise. I like shocking people. I like saying. I like doing things that make you go, "What what's are the, you doing?"
0: What's the term you used to use for your mom?
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: When she's being sneaky. I don't know. A ninja. Oh, you like, like. I, being I don't a, know. You like being a ninja. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just. I like putting smiles on people's faces, and I knew if I snuck this in my shirt and started playing it, you would smile. <laughs>
0: I am smiling.
1: But what's really funny about this is, um, so we do CC class on Wednesdays and my five-year-old Wyatt, the first day of class, we all show up and everyone's kind of feeling nervous. I, well, I was. I don't actually know if all the kids were, but I look over and he he pulls this from his backpack and he goes, mom, is it okay that I brought this today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he did a sneaky move too? <laughs> he did a
1: sneaky move. And uh, I think... I mean, just when we're thinking about life in general, like obviously we don't need to walk around with a snow globe in our pocket, but
0: that's what you do.
1: Well, I try and come up with ideas that make people go, what, what,
0: (laughs) why are we talking about snow globes?
1: I hope my friends, I hope you appreciate this about me. I do. Now we have to finish listening to this. Well, you should go
0: put it like in the far away so we don't (laughs) keep hearing it in the background. (laughs) Okay. So did you get all your snow globe out? Yeah, it's out of my system. Okay. It's out of Thanks. your system. It's out of your shirt. It's put away. <laughs> it's... All right. So what what is this topic?
1: Today? Yeah. So we just thought it would be really cool to do a candid and lighthearted conversation uh, with each other. And one of the reasons is because, Erin, you have something really exciting going on this week. So not that we had to rush through this podcast or, you know, be quick to record, which we kind of did. Um, do you want to share a little bit about what you're doing?
0: Yeah, our church, uh, we try to every year, but it tends to be a year and a like half maybe-ish. Yeah, Um year and do half a um, half the, the women go on a women's retreat, and then the men will go on a men's retreat. Not always next to each other. That's, that's, the, that's the coordination issue we have. Um, we have lots of kids and just life. I think it's so. good
1: that they're spread out.
0: Yeah, and it's okay. But we finally got one coming. And we're really excited about it because uh, we're all—I don't know—all the men are looking forward to getting together and what are you guys to enjo- do? Enjoying each other's camp- well, mostly eat food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the majority of the planning we do is like who's bringing what for food. <laughs> uh, now I think we're going to do some—I don't know—we we tend to usually do some late nights where there's there's prayer and encouragement and that sort camp of thing. Campfires, thing. yeah. Uh, Jordan plays country music. Um, <laughs> we love it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. I don't know. We have a lot of fun things planned. Cool. I'm, excited. I'm just excited for it. So. I'm jealous. That's coming. I mean,
1: up I'm excited too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not I always
1: get a little jealous that you're going to go have fun, and
0: mm.
1: I'll be wishing I was having that kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Well, ma- mainly you'll be wishing I was just still in bed with you. Yeah. At home and, yeah.
1: <laughs> I am codependent in that way for sure.
0: But I love that about you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna. This is a. It's a light and fun conversation where we're gonna go back and forth answering questions from each other. Uh, But really what we wanted to get out of this episode is to show there's a a few reasons why these light and fun conversations, these candid conversations are so valuable. Um, First, they can help you grow, get to know your spouse, grow closer together, more intimately.
1: So you're saying if they were to engage in candid conversations... Not just listen to ours.
0: <laughs> Maybe just listening to ours could do that. Okay. But yes, it do doing this for yourself has lots of benefits. Um, two, it really is quality time with each other. If you just think about spending that time asking these questions, getting to hear the, the unique answers, even how the response comes. That yeah. that candid like, oh, huh, like if it is it. Is it quick? Mm-hmm. Like it's been on their mind for a while. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Why are you even thinking about that so much? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a, it's a truly quality time. Three, it's- And a, sorry I'd, to interrupt you. Yeah.
1: C- speaking of quality time, this even goes for couples who maybe the spouse travels for work or is gone for long periods of time. You can engage in this way via FaceTime or phone and still that get true. that quality time. Yeah.
0: It doesn't have to be yeah. in person.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, with technology is amazing this, these days. Yeah. Uh, an, another reason is- it's just fun and lighthearted uh how much do you just want more lightheartedness in our marriage sometimes we in the day-to-day in the grind in the all the kids in the homeschool and all the things like you can just kind of we not you we it can there could just kind of be constant maybe serious or just what's next on the agenda you
1: need that pressure relief valve yeah
0: pressure relief valve (laughs) Um, Oh, like the thing you're afraid of on, uh, on the Insta- Insta- I'm,
1: terrified. I'm terrified of it. I still don't know how to use it.
0: Yeah. Uh, slow release always. Slow release. Um, and also just who doesn't want more of that in their marriage? Just more lightheartedness, yeah. uh, more joy. Um, and also it's just all around fun and creative, I think. So those, of course, there's probably a bunch of other valuable we'll see. reasons. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's what we want to do today. And we hope that in the process of this, you enjoy getting to know us a little bit more.
1: And when you say candid, what, what you're saying is, is like, we didn't practice these. We don't know.
0: We actually didn't even what, write the answers down in the notes. We kind of we didn't went, discuss the answers. We didn't. We
1: kind of went back and forth on the questions and you were writing them down. So you kind of have a framework for like what the questions are. But I we also
0: added some of that that you don't know about. Oh, great. See, now um, I feel like there's more pressure. So because we're recording this This is it's candid. It really is. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to do this with your spouse, actually, we want to encourage you to do it. Uh, not as a challenge necessarily, but try and make some time to just sit down and be like, Hey, let's have a, maybe on a date night, maybe when the kids go to bed before bed. Um, and you don't have to use our questions. You could, if you want, but just come up with some questions yourself and spend some time just getting to know each other. Yeah. And, but having just having a light conversation with your spouse, um, and you never know what might come of it. Really? I think. So we're going to just jump in. And since I've been doing all the talking so far, Jennifer Yay. can ask the first question.
1: Okay. Who is someone in your life right now that you look up to? That's so
0: the first I question. So because I asked,
1: you have to answer first.
0: <laughs> the, <laughs> I didn't remember putting that first. Um, man, this is a uh, hard one. Really? No. You know what? I have a buddy. It came quickly. I'm going to say his name. <laughs> his name is Stanislav.
1: Aww. Yeah. We, we call love him Stan.
0: <laughs> I, I look up to him in the way he loves his wife and his kids. <laughs> I really do. He's good. He, I, I just, I don't want to say envy because it's something I am actually striving for and desire to be like, but he's got such a, a quiet and gentle demeanor with his, he's got three girls and a boy. And he's just so gentle with them Mm -hmm. and patient. And, and so I just, I I think I look up to him.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I see qualities in him, like being very loyal, um, being a romantic, like he takes his girls on dates, like his little girls on morning dates and bike rides. And
0: that's Stan. Yeah. And also he listens to this podcast. So hi Stan.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, somebody I look up to is my friend Nikki and you mentioned Jordan, which they're married. Jordan Mm -hmm. plays guitar, and Nikki is a close friend of mine who I was just thinking about when she goes through hard things, like her faithfulness is just highlighted even more and her steadfastness in trusting God, and I'm not saying she doesn't have hard days or that she doesn't even, you know, cry about it or, or, you know, wrestle with hard thoughts, but the way that she presents herself in it, it's so strong.
0: Humility and a... Patience about her, yeah.
1: yeah, and and with her kids and the way that she parents, and so I just really value those qualities that I see in her, and it makes me want to be like her when I grow up.
0: <laughs> when we grow up, thank you, Nikki. <laughs> okay, I get next question because you did the first one, of course. What's one article of clothing you could never part with? Mm. Hopefully, it's one that doesn't get dirty because <laughs> that would be nasty.
1: Like just wear the dirty thing. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> Um, the first thing that came to my mind is like an oversized sweater. That's like my go-to when I just want to feel comfy during the day. But then I also would probably just wanna keep like a piece of clothing from you, because I get sentimental like that. Like I, I love to walk around in your flannel.
0: Can I can I can I say something? What? You also don't part with any of my shirts. <laughs> you have a bucket. A literally a bucket. I forgot about a tub that. full of my old shirts from like when I was
1: 18.
0: Yeah, 18 years old.
1: But that's because, okay, Aaron used one to one sh- day. Aaron used to shop at like thrift stores and his clothing was very unique and so That was emo. <clears throat> yeah, and so I saved them so that when our kids got to be in their teens, they would have fun kind of sifting through that stuff. And I think you'll have fun doing it.
0: You said you were keeping it because you're going to make a quilt.
1: Those are some other pieces of clothing <laughs> that I <can>. Oh
0: <laughs> I'm
1: going to make this family quilt. This is actually a really so. cool idea. It's just one of those things that it's like when I get time to do it, but I say saved- when we
0: retire. All of our kids are grown up and have their own families. And
1: <laughs> over time, I've saved pieces of clothing from everyone, like all the kids and everything. And I do want to make a family style quilt where there, it's like patchwork, but I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> Every time we move, Aaron's like, "So can we toss this?
0: This is nope. trash. No, that is valuable. So, I had to
1: relabel it just so, so he t- truly the it.
0: answer is all articles of clothing. Yeah, everything. Yeah, you don't get rid of." <laughs> Um, the, the I think I, so. I have a belt. I really like. Mm-hmm. I've had it for many years. Apparently, has a ninety-nine year warranty. That's, that's a the, long time. Yeah. So I don't know why it's not a hundred. So you year. can't. So you but can't part with it. I can't part with <laughs> it. Um, but I really like that leather belt. It's stylish.
1: And it holds things
0: up. It holds lots of things up. <laughs> My pants, other things. Uh, so that's yeah. Mine would be a belt.
1: Okay. All right, we have five children currently and um I believe this is the longest time well I am saying this but you wrote it. <laughs> Sounds funny. Of course of course I know this. <laughs> this has been the longest time we've gone without being pregnant again. But do and, you believe it? Yes.
0: I believe <laughs> okay, it. good.
1: <laughs> so Edie's two and a half, and so if we even got pregnant right now, like the gap would be our large This would be the gap. largest gap. Yep age-wise uh but people ask us randomly well are you gonna have another and so aaron what are your thoughts on that
0: they have been asking us that lately when are you gonna have another baby
1: not lately just always, uh, <laughs> always are, the yeah. question.
0: it's yeah, it's mostly like a surprise like you're not pregnant yet do you ever no. get
1: bothered when people ask you
0: um uh, no me neither um I, there's certain ways people ask that i might get bothered but what do you mean like i don't know like in a derogatory or negative sense, like, are, are you going to have another one? Like, that oh. bothers me.
1: Um,
0: Whether we have one another one or not.
1: Who would ask you a question like that?
0: Not, not friends of ours, Uh-oh. but other people that when they see we have five kids, <laughs> they're like, are you going to have any more? I don't think like,
1: anyone's ever asked me like that.
0: People have asked me that way. That's sad. So, yes, I would be bothered in that sense. Okay. But um, I don't get bothered when our friends ask us if we're going to have another, because I think they genuinely want us to have another baby.
1: What happens if I ask you if you want another
0: have you asked me that?
1: <laughs> um yes, actually I have.
0: Yeah, you have.
1: You said you're not ready.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't say not ready. This is my answer. I've been giving people. So if you're gonna ask my thoughts on this, my answer has been, I'm currently enjoying where we're at.
1: <laughs> Same.
0: So that's I, how I would answer I, that. i
1: I'm content where we're at.
0: I don't I I tend to not be I'm not able to think in terms of being done or not. Yeah. Because we could be done i don't know like that's i
1: i've been savoring It's a
0: biological thing in some sense
1: (laughs) i've been savoring my time with edie as if she was my last just in case but i'm also i feel open-handed and open-hearted too if we did have more
0: so i i'm not i don't have any (laughs) negative thought of having any more children but i am really enjoying that all of our kids are in diapers
1: that's pretty awesome
0: yeah that's been cool so that's my thought i think that's my thoughts on that
1: okay we can move on
0: yeah I just a little add-on question. It's not even on this list. Candid. <laughs> okay. If we did get pregnant, would you be more excited for a girl or for a boy?
1: I think that either one would be great. Another girl would even out the three boys, three girls.
0: And we'd need a bigger bedroom already for them.
1: <laughs> I have, I, I think I would really enjoy having a boy. I have good pregnancies with boys. That is better true. ones. So yeah. I don't know.
0: I think another girl would be awesome to that whole even out thing. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. Everyone like that's listening. is like, uh, pra- No, I'm praying. not pregnant. <laughs> 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 Everyone's, they're, they're waiting or they're praying. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Are they? Okay. Here's a question. What's your happiest memory from childhood?
1: Ooh, got to take me way back. If you have one on hand that you can share and I will think through that. Um, I,
0: my happiest memory.
1: S- I mean, I feel like it would, probably has to do with an amusement park, <laughs> just because <laughs> I, I grew up. I lived like, in Southern California, and my parents would take us to those. So I feel like that Knott's was like Berry a fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, Knott's Berry Farm, Disneyland. That those were fun things. But if you mean like a sed- sentimental, like I remember this one time I was with my mom. I was probably like six, maybe seven. And she sat me down in the front yard and I remember it was sunny and warm and she had the Bible open and she was talking to me me about praying or something like that. And it felt very like warm and cozy and it was a very vivid memory even Hmm. still. And I really appreciated that. That's cool. That's the happiest memory.
0: Uh, The first uh, one that came to my mind, I don't know if it's even like a memory, but I mean, I guess it is a memory, but it was getting this this toy Uzi. And I remember it was the most awesome toy gun I ever had. And I remember it so vividly because I also, it disappeared one day and I was so sad about that. So So it's also a a sad memory, but it was the happiest memory. But I just, I tend to wonder if my mom just got rid of that thing or something, (laughs) but it was awesome. And back then I don't even think they did the orange tips on the guns. It was just, they were even more cool back then, but I get why they do that now. So that's my happiest memory. Probably have other ones that I can't think of currently, but okay. What is one dish, not satellite dish, food dish that reminds you of home?
1: I don't think anybody was thinking satellite dish.
0: I'm just making sure.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, like home, like childhood, I'm assuming. like home, You name it. Home. I don't know. So, home
0: when you, you're either like, oh, this is like, this is home for me. <laughs> <laughs> this food.
1: I don't eat it anymore because I'm not the one that made it. My mom made it.
0: Wait, I know what it is. What? Can I just guess it? Yeah. Is it cream peas over toast? So. Or wait, is that, that what it's called?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but I didn't eat that because peas. Oh, It'll, yeah. So Creamed my eggs. mom would make cream peas. Creamed peas over toast, and it's literally like a cream gravy with peas in it over toast with butter. And everybody ate it, but I just couldn't do it. And so my mom would make me a separate pot of creamed eggs over toast, and it was so good. I think my brother knows how to make it, and he does a really great job, or maybe it's my sister in law. I have never attempted to make it, but when I think of that meal, like I think of home.
0: Mm. I so couldn't good. get down with that, but so I,
1: creamed eggs is the hard boiled it's hard boiled egg mixed with this gravy stuff yeah. and it's like peppery.
0: Okay. Stuff. I think I've had it before. It's pretty good. Yeah. But I, I can see why you would see that as a homey thing. Okay. My I I only have one thing. Do you know what it is? Um chicken nuggets. <laughs> uh, no. Chicken nuggets. I do love chicken nuggets. I know you <laughs> do. Doesn't make me think of home. What's my favorite dish that my mom used to make?
1: Oh, um, sopa. Well, well what she called she sopa. called
0: sopa. I don't think it was actually sopa. It was like um,
1: kind of It like was like humming, Mexican mac and cheese. Mac and,
0: yeah. It was these little round noodles and cheese and like cilantro, tomato sauce onions. and cilantro. And yeah, it, oh, with tons of cheese on it.
1: I've made that for you a couple of times.
0: And I love it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, I should have my mom make that Yeah, because <laughs> I actually want some right now. <laughs> That is my okay. Hand-ish.
1: How would you describe me in three words? I think we did this on the podcast when we did that round lightning round of questions. Did we? Or did we skip over it?
0: I don't know. Well, I'm gonna try and pick really good ones. <laughs> I need thoughtful. To number one, you're very th- thoughtful. As in, you think about everything. everything <laughs> always.
1: <laughs> I know this. I'm an overthinker, but ever. with good intentions. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, you're thoughtful. You are, um, hmm, passionate.
1: You think I'm passionate?
0: I do. Cause I think you, cause the, I, how do I say this? The things that you so desperately want to be good at you, <laughs> you chase it and you work at it and you, it's also the thing that like you, you cry about. Like you, you, you—they make you sad. Like I, I want to be better in this area. I want to be, you know, I want to homeschool my kids well. I want to, I want to learn guitar. (laughs) I need to go guitar. Uh, You're passionate. So Mm -hmm. that's only two. Oh, I need a third, really good one. I think you're beautiful.
1: (laughs) Making me blush.
0: (laughs) That's not one of the words. Beautiful. Thank you. Not blush. No, I do. I think you're beautiful inside and out. I think your heart for people. Your heart for your family. Your heart for me. And your heart for God is beautiful.
1: Thank you. My three words for you would be, well, also passionate, but why I was you thinking. You can't stone. I know, But I was thinking in different terms of like when you're in a conversation or when you're talking about something that you know well and have an opinion on or, you know, just um, hobbies or things that you liked to do. You get so passionate and involved and every ounce of your being is like this thing
0: arguing yeah (laughs) i promise i'm not arguing
1: um another word is confident i see you as confident in your ability in your giftings in your friendships in your in our marriage in finances in a lot of things it's
0: because i live by a motto fake it till you make it okay so no one actually no one actually knows
1: okay yeah. I don't know then. Okay. Uh, and then the last one would be. Um, you can't say beautiful. I was going to say interesting. <laughs> you're very interesting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a. Unique
0: better than interesting. Uh, sorry, You're very unique.
1: <laughs> you're unique and interesting. Or,
0: or invaluable or priceless.
1: <laughs> um, I I'll say this. You're loyal to me. And what I mean by that is like you are faithful to me, but then beyond that, it's like you you want to please me. You want to help me do things like around our house or or write a book or uh, just anything in life that we team up together on. You're, mm. I feel like a lot of it's just supporting me.
0: <laughs> like what's one of the things I'm doing around the house right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're, you're building a chicken coop for the chickens that you didn't want. I know, <laughs> which I appreciate having and... We're getting, we started when most getting people eggs. hear
0: chicken coop, do you think like a, like a four foot by two foot <laughs> box with like a cage? Or do you think 40 foot by 10 foot well you're, you're
1: kind of telling on yourself <laughs> because you wanted – I you didn't know, give you dimensions. You built that thing as big as it is. But it's going to make the backyard look really nice. It is and going to look awesome. The chickens are going to be happy. When I
0: finish it one day. One day. And it it was that – I will finish it someday.
1: <laughs> it's gotta happen before snow. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. You have the next me? one.
0: Okay. Is there anything about our relationship, deeper here, that feels totally unique to us? Hmm. I this is actually kind of difficult because I can say there's certain things I can say and be like, but I know this couple that does that, and I know this couple that does that. Oh,
1: I see what you're like, saying. Like totally
0: unique to us.
1: I think like that... you could say author,
0: we know. A lot of authors. <laughs> it's not unique to us.
1: Yeah. But we're unique. I think what makes us unique is that we've dipped into um, like traditional publishing, self-publishing, podcasting. We did videos for a while, blogging. Like we've touched all. Tried a self-publishing spaces. e-course,
0: <laughs> tried <laughs> yeah. other things, building vans.
1: Well, I think we're really good at taking a dream and putting it into action.
0: And seeing if it sticks and to the wall.
1: Y- yeah. And we're okay when it doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's probably a, like if you just like were to take tear down those like onion layers, like that uh flexibility.
1: Like we're willing to say yes
0: to a lot of things. <laughs> Extraordinary. <Like short-night laughs> yeah, we said yes to a lot of things, and not all those things like worked out, and we were okay with that. So that flexibility, that ability yeah. to that's a good one. Unique to us. I was thinking, gosh, I think our what makes us unique or something that's unique to us, which I guess would be the same thing. I'm, just answer the question. I, I, I think our outlook on life and my my, what I mean by that is I feel like most people, many people, and, I, and if you're not this way, don't think I'm generalizing you into this category. But You're just trying to find yeah, a I, unique aspect uh, of us. Most people have this like career idea or end result or they have this, this specific goal in mind for their life. But I feel like we've looked at our life more of a, we're
1: going to throw a clump here. We're going to throw a clump here and like wait for the picture to come
0: up. Yeah. But, but not for the sake of the end result, but for the sake of the journey itself.
1: Mm.
0: And I feel like we've always been that way that yes, there's been like, we're looking forward to this thing or we're looking for that thing, but like I don't. When I try and think about our future, I think like, well, what do we have now, and and are we enjoying what we have now, and and we we do. We try. We tend to try and enjoy and live currently. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's not even unique to us, but it's good. I like it. It feels like it is to us. Did you ask that question, by the way?
1: I don't remember.
0: I think. I think I did. When okay. you go the next, ask X the next X one.
1: It. When we are apart. What do you miss most about me?
0: Mm, Are we doing PG? Aaron's (laughs) topic. I, To be honest, I I just like being around you. Mm -hmm. And usually I'm like, oh, if I'm going to go do this, a trip, um, sometimes I have to drive to Portland. And I think, oh, that's going to be a nice time alone. And very quickly uh, into the trip, I just wish you were with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like this men's retreat. Last time I remember, all of us were like day one. We're like, yeah, this is great. It's, it feels so good. It's and then like the next day, everyone's like calling their wives and their kids. <laughs> That's because we're and, so
1: fun. <laughs> and all
0: and the whole time I'm thinking like this would be so much fun with our wives. Yeah, doing like <laughs> so a couples retreat. I think just having you with me when I whatever I'm doing, I, I it's. Usually better with you. Yeah.
1: And because I know this about you and how you feel towards me, every time you leave the house, whether it's just to the store or to the bathroom. You want to go with me. I, I call you and I'm like, where are you? What are you doing? What
0: <laughs> you do, do that.
1: You you've been joking lately. You like, can be
0: in the other room and you call <laughs> me. I'm like, what? Why are you calling me? I'm literally in the other room.
1: <laughs> I know. I just you always You're ask like, me. Like, where are you at? <laughs> I can't go five minutes without you, and it's true. And I, I am codependent in that way of like not only do I like you and I like your company, but I actually need your help. Like I need you to just hang something up for me or build a chicken coop.
0: And I always think, what does she do when I'm gone? (laughs) Who does she call (laughs) to help her if she needs me this way? I call you. Yeah. Can you please come home? I'm in Portland. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's true. So what do you miss most about me? Is it just also me?
1: No, I just, I miss your presence. I don't like being alone yeah (laughs) having kids have helped it helps you
0: fall asleep too when i'm home yeah like you don't you have hard. you know what's funny is i actually have a hard time falling asleep when i'm alone really oh yeah Mm. it's weird Mm. it's like i i'm like oh i I can be on my computer and and then i'm like hours go by i'm like why am i not going to bed (laughs) like yeah it's hard to go to sleep without you
1: i didn't know that 15 years of marriage i didn't know that
0: it's hard to go to sleep without you did you, (laughs) you i know it i actually can't remember what it was like before we were married yeah sleeping alone isn't that weird mm. hmm. 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 yeah well we're almost we're almost married longer than we were alive single
1: oh <laughs> i don't know why i said that's not true
0: right like if we're
1: well like we got 15 married, years we got married so young and i'm so.
0: 38 like we're only a few years away from like cresting that like being married longer than we were single <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting Okay. If you could relive one year of your life, just one, which year would it be? Oh, that's a good question. I know some of these, you didn't see me Crazy. put on this. I was sneaking
1: in. If you could relive one year of your life, well, it depends on why you would want to relive it. Cause I could say this last year so that I can relive it with a better perspective and attitude.
0: Do everything different. <laughs> do everything
1: better. <laughs> um, or if it's just one that you just really enjoyed and you want to do again, uh, I would probably say, are, like, could I change things in that year? You know what I mean? Like, what are the boundaries here?
0: Well, if you could relive it, that means you're living it again with yeah n- new understanding.
1: Okay. Um, Can
0: we do it together? What do you mean? Well, would you relive our first year of marriage?
1: I was going to say second, because first was... Well, that that yeah, that would be fine. First year of marriage. First
0: year or second year? That'd I would I fun. would do that.
1: Yeah, first or second year of marriage with
0: renewed with the perspectives yes. we have now. Yes. And all the stock picks we have now, <laughs> and all, I'm just kidding. Yes. No, but all the yeah, all the the ways we know because I I look back on those times and I, I grieve them because we didn't know things. Yeah, we were like naive and and yet it was an adventure, selfish and but when we look back, we're like that could have been probably better way better
1: but it was fun it, and was. it was good okay is it my turn Nailed okay it. how could we make our marriage more exciting
0: go back to year one <laughs> yeah, right. and just
1: <laughs> <laughs> today aaron oh before you leave for men's retreat <laughs> i
0: i want you to answer this first because okay. i actually don't know I'm thinking how about could
1: it. we make ma- i know for me personally <laughs> i think that our marriage would be more exciting if you can tap into that romantic side of yourself and be more advantageous in your um in your
0: this was how
1: can we how can we I don't even know how to say what I'm saying. Like (laughs) I want okay that surprise element of like me pulling out the the snow globe.
0: You want you want want me to surprise you with things and surprise experience. Attacks
1: surprise attacks sure if that's how it helps Uh, jujitsu moves sure no No.
0: chokeholds oh that's what you did to me today i know yesterday okay and i won more exciting so you're you we
1: i want to be caught off guard in a good way
0: oh you want like a like a surprise heart heart attack attack (laughs) (laughs) yes that would be more exciting for you. <laughs> um, uh,
1: I think it would, it would help us to have more fun too. I don't know. Like this? Yeah. What do you think?
0: Um, more exciting. Mm.
1: I mean, we could take more vacations, but that costs money.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, more random outings that are not common to us. Like, like tried, experiences. So do you remember when we went on that date and we went fishing and we didn't yeah. catch anything, but we just tried to, we found a fishing hole and yeah. like thing things like that, that we didn't grow up doing necessarily, but we could, and maybe you did. I, I didn't really grow up fishing, but yeah, uh, going and finding interesting hikes, trying to find a, a lake that we've never been to before, uh, but being, doing stuff. We talked together.
1: about having more uh, like active date nights, but. Our dates have been kind of wonky lately. Yeah. Again, we always go in and out of seasons of like really good date days and then sparingly. but again we're
0: okay with it because yeah, we're, we're flexible. so flexible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's something you'd like us to prioritize? Prioritize. In marriage or family or anything in life.
0: Yeah. Um I'd like to see us prioritize more bible reading and book reading just overall everybody yeah right and like but downplay some of the extracurricular things social media movies which again we don't do tons of that but i think we could lessen one and increase the other
1: okay what's something i would like to prioritize um Well, I think it goes back to us moving into this house and settling in. And I know we've done a lot of like projects and trying to get things done. But there's some spots inside the house that frustrate me. It's mostly me. Like it's not even closet. your fault. It's not your fault. It's my fault. I need to like there's stacks of paper and books, I know, and I do not want
0: to see our table that we're at right now.
1: It's like it's frustrating to look at, but at the same time, it's like I don't have time for you today.
0: I actually <laughs> thought about this, so I changed my answer to. <laughs> to I think we should prioritize.
1: <laughs> I want to finish moving the in the house
0: better. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I keep telling myself, well, when winter gets here and we can't do any work outside, then I'll be forced to face it.
0: Which there's nothing wrong with that because sure. I think that's a very good plan because we okay. have other outside things that we need to get done.
1: Cool. Before, Sounds like we're on the same page.
0: Comes. Let's do it. <laughs> What's your most irrational fear?
1: I have a lot of them. <laughs> there's one that kind of haunts me. Frogs but- and
0: boots, <laughs> no, stop. Jennifer.
1: I um, there's one that often happens when like out of my peripheral vision, if there's like an odd shape or shadow or something, I think something is just there or someone. And I turn around really fast and it's like a laundry basket or a towel hanging up i'm like why am i so easy to get myself i
0: think a lot of us i I tend to feel that way if it's dark and i i stop i'll I'll, sometimes we'll stop for an extra long period of time to see if that shadow moves moves? (laughs) and then i keep going like it's nothing i thought that i knew that it's not nothing so i don't think that's too irrational okay i do think you have a slightly irrational fear of spiders i hate spiders i everyone hates spiders but when it's like the teeniest spider and you, okay. all you have to do is step on it and Ask you scream Nikki, and I, I have to come kill it for you. And, okay,
1: I mentioned my friend Nikki. We, no. <laughs> we were working out in the garage the other day and I look over and this thing is massive, big, black, in the corner, spider. And I was like, Nikki, I need you to go over there. I need you to take care of that for me because Aaron's still asleep and... Ah. And uh, and she was so brave. She just walked right over to it. Was it really big and massive? Like I would have grabbed like a broom or something long to like kill it, but she just grabbed like a piece of paper towel and just smushed it. I heard it crack under her fingers. How big was it? It was huge, like bigger than a penny. No quarter, bigger. Okay,
0: the body or the whole thing? The
1: body was.
0: Um, Well, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) That's what irrational fears do. (laughs) Just kidding. It could have bit me. I have a. I don't know if this is irrational, by the way, but. I will not use public toilets <laughs> to go number two. <laughs> That's a serious one. <laughs> I mean, I only break that rule under extreme duress.
1: Like, what's the fear?
0: I have no idea. Like, but I, people? Like, you don't, yes, want I, I don't want someone to hear you? you know, I don't want someone to hear me. You know, everybody poops. In there. How dare you? <laughs> okay. How dare you? <laughs> okay, before I get the sweats. We should move on to. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I
1: thought you were going to question. say something else.
0: <laughs> we should move on to another question. Uh, I
1: think I asked that one.
0: Which Man, one? I keep getting
1: lost, I don't Where know. Where are we at? Let me just ask it. What one household chore do you wish you never had to do again?
0: Wait, why do you think you've asked this question before? No, I thought I asked
1: No, I thought I asked the last question. Oh, but oh, I oh. guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All of the above. D, all of the above. <laughs>
0: household chores, check. <laughs> <laughs> The household chore. Um,
1: I can tell you the chores that I don't do that I wish I did, but can't. Don't, I don't prioritize them.
0: Because of your rational fear of taking the trash out (laughs) or.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Uh, Uh, No, I don't. I don't ever get to the baseboards.
0: The baseboards.
1: Yeah, but it bothers me because I walk by them and I see them and I think to myself, oh, I should, I should attack you. (laughs) And then I don't.
0: Uh, what's a household chore? Uh trying to I I don't know if there's any
1: I'll say know. this. That, can I if, say nothing? If I toilets could self-clean themselves, I would never clean a toilet again.
0: That I actually appreciate that you clean the toilets.
1: Yeah. I think the hardest one is the toilet of the kids' bathroom. Cause you know, you know
0: it's a it's a it's big a kid's job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm I'm just gonna say I, I can't think of one, actually.
1: I think you need to do more chores then.
0: Well, maybe that's <laughs> true, Jennifer. Okay. We'll move on. Which family traditions from your childhood would you like us to continue?
1: Uh, I really enjoy Christmas Eve services. It's something that my parents always highlighted for us, that we would go to dinner with family and then go to like a candlelight service at church. And it if to me, it always felt rich and everyone dressed up and there was dark and moody colors and the candles and the music. And there's always like a violinist or something special. Mm-hmm. And we did that last year with the kids. We went I feel to like the we've done it, maybe not
0: every year, but we've done it quite a few times.
1: I love it. Since having kids. And I really like Christmas probably because it's a week from my birthday, but mm-hmm. I like that whole time and season.
0: Uh, that's funny because Christmas was what I thought too, but it says traditions, but christmas though i can think of uh (laughs) we opened stockings on like in the christmas morning yeah that was always the first thing we opened it was like stockings and then we had to wait for breakfast and then we did presents way way it always felt like it was like the afternoon by the time we opened presents but it wasn't it was like
1: what was some of your favorite things in the the stockings stockings,
0: we would be without a doubt always get this lifesavers multi-pack
1: oh my grandma used to give me those
0: and it would come with like the um, the mixed flavor, and then it would come with the butterscotch. And that it would was my come favorite. With the mint ones, and it would come with the. and yeah. I don't know why I liked those. But it was just candy. We didn't get that much candy. I think it was a up. '90s thing. It was a '90s thing. Yeah, <laughs> '90s kids. Everyone that's born in the '90s, are like yeah.
1: Now we all are craving lifesavers, life-savers
0: multi pack. <laughs> uh, and then there would always be like some. I, I actually tended to felt I felt like some of the best gifts I got were also in the stocking.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like a
0: little pocket knife or a little laser pen or was a little and those things that I, I thought were awesome for some reason.
1: I feel like I got silly putty every year. Like I, yeah, I
0: did also get silly putty, but I love silly putty. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, who doesn't love silly putty? It
0: was like the Target like nails this now. This is their $1 dollar their searching. dollar section. This is all the stockings stuffers that we used to get was kids. It's like turned into like adulthood normal <laughs> normalcy because we all grew up with it. Okay, what makes you laugh?
1: You, babe. No. On a serious note, um, Insta story reels. Well, on a serious reels. note, what we'll makes me laugh? It is true. <laughs> Memes.
0: We, this is actually one of the pastimes that Jennifer and I indulge in every once in a while is we'll sit and I just I look over her shoulder. As I'm just she laughing at myself. Goes through. <laughs> Instagram reels. Um, okay. I was just thinking about this when we we're talking about trash, taking out the trash. When we come across those marriage ones. They're so accurate. Yeah, they're so funny. And I'm like, wait a minute. So is this like just the majority of marriages deal with this exact thing? Like, oh, it's so funny.
1: I'll also say that I like, again, going back to this whole like surprise attack thing, like being uh, randomly tickled or like physical touch stuff makes me laugh. Um, And then being with friends. And I have some really silly girlfriends. And we like to do pranks. We like to try and do challenges like... um, What's it called when you do TikTok challenges? I don't know. I know it's silly Oh, because well, we're in our their 30s. Their but, their TikTok <laughs> challenges, yeah. but the kind where it's like partner,
0: partner like you're supposed to be doing something. Moves, right? and yeah, you random things. The,
1: but it'll be late or at the night. the
0: tortilla slap Oh, the tortilla game.
1: slap was so funny. So I like that we have friends that are willing to engage in silliness and that makes me laugh. Thank you, friends.
0: Ditto. <laughs> I do think that's funny. All of that.
1: Do I ever make you laugh? Yes. I'm kind of funny.
0: You, I'm always laughing at you.
1: So Aaron, if you guys want to know something about Aaron, because I'm a I'm a jokester and I like to tell jokes, but I'm uh, insecure, so I say them under my breath to where only he hears them. <laughs> but when he thinks they're funny, he
0: repeats, repeats them louder. louder
1: as if they were his genius, and then everybody laughs. laughs and I just look at him like. All right, fine.
0: Needless to say, everyone thinks I'm hilarious. So,
1: <laughs> all right, next one. What was your reaction when you found out we were going to be parents for the first time? Mm, do you remember that?
0: I do. I'm, I, f- you know me and my memory.
1: Okay, I'll say I'm I feel really like it. Bad with my. I feel like it was mixed emotions of this like expectation, like we felt like it was going to happen sometime soon, and so we weren't like super surprised by it, but then there was this just cherishing of the moment of this is the last of just us. Like we know that yeah. this person's going to come and change our world and we were excited. We were really excited. And yeah. I
0: think heart palpitations, is that the word? <laughs> <laughs> like uh just so, like a level of weight. Cause it, becoming a dad for the first time there's that, Oh my goodness. I'm, not allowed to be selfish anymore or like, yeah, like this. I felt like there was a weight, not a, not a bad one, but like a heavy, like, Oh, this is, this is real. And I can't stop it. Mm. Like what's happening. This is crazy. But on the outside you would have known that because that word confidence used, (laughs) make it till you make it. Okay. I was letting everyone know that like, this is normal. This is great. People have babies. We're having a baby. (laughs) Yeah. I was excited and scared out of my mind okay you've been uh oh wait no i'm gonna gonna go uh you do this question because i have to go to i have to do the next question okay
1: what are some little things i do for you that you appreciate well that's really good go ahead and take your time and you don't have to say just one thing. You could just, just listen, them them. yeah,
0: um, Jennifer. All the things that I love about you. you
1: know, no, all the things that you appreciate that I do for you.
0: You do a lot. I one of them, toilets. We just <laughs> talked about it. You clean toilets, and I actually really appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, you're also a, a laundry champ, and yeah. I don't want to say all these just household things, but they actually are huge deals because to we maintain. have a lot of kids, yeah, and they're big deals. And I don't want to make it sound like a small thing. It's a feat, and I just I really appreciate it that I always have underwear. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) That's a pretty awesome thing. Um, but you also, you can tell when I need rest. Mm -hmm. And so you'll let me sleep in sometimes and you'll just, you'll take the kids out and I appreciate that. Um, and I love that you, you know that I have a need for relationships and, and quality time with friends, and and so you. So even
1: though I was born an introvert, and, and born rather a be by
0: codependent, just like,
1: ourselves lover I let people in.
0: Yeah, you well not just let people in, but you also like you'll you'll make time and you'll you'll say, hey, Aaron, go,
1: go hang out with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Go to that men's retreat. So the, those are a few things.
0: There's a lot more but that. I just I really appreciate those things about you that you you see those things and you care about them.
1: Mm-hmm. So cool.
0: You have to answer that for me though. Oh
1: so. oh yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I appreciate that on a whim when I, not every time, but the majority of the time, if I'm like, Hey, I know you're already doing this thing over here, but will you just come hang this picture for me really quick or come use this power tool that I can't figure out. And you're very quick to help me. And I, I appreciate that because usually I don't know what I'm doing.
0: That's funny. Cause today you asked me and I told, you no.
1: I know <laughs> that is funny that the timing,
0: but I I usually do.
1: But I hope that me sharing my appreciation for you encourages you that that things still- that I should go do it. Yeah. Well, I actually
0: I almost <laughs> did it tonight when we got in, but I I was like, oh, we got to record, so actually okay. I walked price right past it's a it,
1: it's a bookshelf that he's going to. I was going to
0: go and hang that up for you. It's
1: okay. So and
0: just so everyone knows the only reason I told her now today is because I had other the things. chicken coop to work. I gun. know,
1: I know. Um, what else do I appreciate about you? I. Uh, <laughs> I love that you (laughs) lead our family and our church in using your giftings of teaching, teaching the word and your knowledge and, and just the, the way that you, um, share it Mm, is you put it in a way that's understanding and comforting and yet firm. And I just, I really love that. I love that you, I appreciate that you push me outside of my comfort zone, um, like podcasting or <laughs> any of the number of things that we've chosen to do, uh, be missionaries and travel, like just things that I don't think in my nature and who I am, or at least who I am in that moment would choose to do without you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense?
0: Yeah. But if you recall, podcasting was your idea. Was it? Mm-hmm. I
1: don't remember. Yeah.
0: But I do push you to continue doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> I have a question for you. What? You've been learning guitar, haven't you?
1: Um, I don't, learning sounds like it's an active progression of um Were you learning, while, were you
0: practicing last night? Yeah. Watching YouTube videos Trying. and getting your strum on. So <laughs> if today you were as good as you wanted to be, what would you do with that talent?
1: Why are you asking me that? Because uh, I that genuinely want to know. So this is like basically what's my motivation for learning it?
0: No, I, huh. I, I I'm i sure you have a lot of motivations. Just, okay. just have a skill. You want to a music, but if you were as good as you wanted to be today, okay, what would you do with that talent?
1: The first thing I would do is use it as a tool to engage with my kids in a fun way. So, like learning, you know, I may never march in the infantry, like songs that we sing, Sunday school songs, mm-hmm. or, um.
0: Even other CC
1: songs, their CC songs, or <laughs> yeah. any anything that I could put to a tune, because I actually have been doing this for years. And the kids, I I think that they love it, but I randomly make up songs, and they think I'm actually really good at it. But they're like silly songs, and I try to teach them about rhyming. Like you, you just, are
0: actually really good at so it. So
1: like at night, um, and when I'm putting them to bed, they want they kind of want me to entertain them a little bit, and I'll be like, well, give me a word, and so they give me a word, and then I'll make up a song about it, and they're like, how do you do that? And so if I could learn guitar and Sing my silly songs, I feel like I would just master motherhood in that fun mm, kind of way.
0: Cool, that's awesome, and that would be a totally valid use of that talent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I don't need the guitar for that, but
0: I, no, you, you should, that would be awesome. And then you'd probably end up teaching them.
1: I want to teach them. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could pass that down to them.
0: Not wish you could, you will. I will. Yeah.
1: If anything, my desire for learning music, I hope, will get passed. <laughs> Down to them, like, to try. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, What? Oh, I see. Would you ever consider an entirely different career path to the one you're currently on?
0: Yes, and I don't say that in a negative way. I just how dare you? We've always considered it. um, If one day,
1: well, first you have to explain what we're currently on, right?
0: Just so that we know. Marriage after God, uh, our, our books and our resources and our podcast and all these things that we've been doing for years now, over 10 years now, uh, is, is, is our quote unquote career. And it's also a ministry to, that we, that we get to participate in, in blessing the community and, and grow, helping marriages grow closer to God and to their spouse. Um, not that I want to stop doing this, but if one day we were forced to stop doing it, if. I mean, all the podcast platforms could totally ban our type of content. Uh, Amazon could not allow our books to be sold. Those things are, that's stuff that can happen. And so we're, we've always thought we have like dreams of owning a donut store one day, like in the future. So (laughs) like I said, we don't, we don't have this vision of like, Oh, we have this perfect ideal for our business and everything more. So we see um, basically what, what I asked you to marry me with was whatever we're going to do, I want to do for God and I want to do with you, mm-hmm. so that could look a lot of different ways, yeah, doesn't mean I want to go a different career path, but I could see an entirely different group <laughs> out if we needed to
1: cool um i I agree that I think we both have flexibility in where we're headed and what we're doing. And uh, I'm really grateful for the experience and the, the um, opportunity that God's given us with all of these things. Sometimes I get nervous being so um, known or, or like, you know, our faces out there Some, and yeah, level being public. on yeah, social media and feeling like I can't turn that part off. Uh And so if we ever got the opportunity, not right now, but like later in life to just kind of, tone down a little bit what we're doing I think I would enjoy that but I Why was gonna you tell them what
0: you want to you want to do what don't you have that you have an idea of if you could just settle down and do one thing it has to do with flowers and oh gosh plants. Aaron now I feel like you're just
1: making fun of me I'm not making fun of you at all I told Aaron that I want to like er, like <laughs> Sometimes when I'm talking to him, my thoughts are kind of jumbled. And so it's a lot of different things, but essentially it's a garden or like a botanical garden or something or a museum or something that someone can come and enjoy or like a nursery, like some, something to do with plants where I'm just out there in nature and watering things.
0: <laughs> that, that's not, There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Different, totally different group. man. <laughs>
1: But what I was going to say to this question is a large part of my current career path cannot be um, changed or given up because we've chosen to homeschool our kids. And I feel like that is my right. career right now is just making sure that I'm on it and teaching well. And I'm going to be doing it for a while. <laughs> so
0: that's a good answer. And one day you might have a botanical garden. Maybe. No, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> the bathroom.
0: Last question. What do you feel is your purpose in life?
1: Hmm. My purpose in life is to be a light. I tell the kids this all the time, like no matter where we are, no matter where we're, no matter what we're doing, we are a light in this world. Um, and we shine that light by the things that we say and the things that we do. And I feel a large portion of our purpose is to uh, be a light for God and for his message and to shine in this dark world. And that can be done in a lot of different ways. And so that's like the, that's like the general picture of what my purpose is. And then if you were to like, like the umbrella, and then if you go down from there, I have a couple Mm -hmm. of other purposes that I feel very strongly about like motherhood and, um, being a good wife.
0: That first purpose permeates all of them.
1: Totally. And then, um, sub, sub, sub is like just bringing that surprise to life, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: um, this word purpose, it has a a lot of meaning for me. Um, it's pretty much how I got saved. Was the Lord calling out on me purpose, and just showing me, or reminding me, telling me, calling me, and, and letting me know that if I wanted purpose, then I needed to follow Him. And so I I feel like my purpose is has been following God. Mm-hmm. And so that gets played out in every aspect of my life. It's not like a Christianity is this thing over here in the corner. And then my, then I have my job and then I have my family and then I have, yeah, it's all intertwined. my, My purpose is following Christ. And I feel like that's been a, my, that is my only purpose. And everyone else in my life gets to, I get to benefit from it. Everyone gets to benefit from it. And just like that good fruit on the tree is eaten by, those who pass by it. Um, so
1: what what would you say to people listening right now who maybe they're wondering, well, what's my purpose or maybe they've never thought about it before, or maybe they've never had the answer to it before. Like what, mm-hmm. what would you say to encourage them?
0: I would say that um, I'm going to tell them the same thing that God told me is that if they want to find purpose, they're going to follow Christ. <laughs> He's the one that gives true purpose because as the creator As the designer, as the one who put his image in in us and on us. And he's also the one that calls us. There's no there is no other purpose found anywhere else, but in the one who creates the purpose. And so I would just tell them to turn their their eyes to to heaven and say, Lord, here I am. It's good.
1: Well, we hope you guys feel encouraged today just by, uh, learning a little bit more about Aaron and I, but also just being inspired to have candid conversations with your spouse and to remember that being lighthearted and fun and, um, getting to know each other is just, just as important as all the other aspects of marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, Aaron, why don't you share the weekly challenge? Uh,
0: explore a new area together or with your family it could be a trail, a special spot to watch the sunset, a park by a river, we like we like water. So mm-hmm. sometimes we find spots by rivers, uh, a waterfall, which are always fun. Downtown areas. Um and so just go explore a new area together. That's your weekly challenge. Last week's challenge was what was it again? It was do a it was do a um
1: oh, random active
0: Random kindness. Af- yeah, random <laughs> activity. Uh, what was what was yours? You did one this week.
1: Yes, I did it on behalf of both of us, um, but we door-dashed uh, friends of ours. Again, Jordan and Nikki, they keep coming up. Um, di- Nikki got hurt last week, and so just uh, door-dashing them some breakfast burritos.
0: And who doesn't love a breakfast burrito? Right? These are good breakfast burritos, too. <laughs> I actually got to benefit from that. Random act rag- of I kindness. brought some home for us, too. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we never figured out what risk... I could not not figure that out, the acronym. Anyways, so we're just going to end in prayer, guys. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the creative ways we can come together and learn about each other. Thank you for how unique you have made us and how those unique qualities and ways of thinking can bring us together in such a special way. Lord, we love you and ask that you would bring more joy and light into our marriage and the marriages of those who are listening. Give us a deep and lasting desire to always pursue our spouse in creative ways that we would never grow tired of learning who they are and how you have been uniquely designed them. in jesus name amen
1: thank you for joining us for another episode of the marriage after god podcast
0: If you found today's episode fun and encouraging, please take a moment to share it on social media or in an email to some of your married friends.
1: Also, would you please take a moment and leave us a review? Reviews help to spread the word about our podcast.
0: Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And you can always check out more of our resources at marriageaftergod.com.
1: You can follow us on social media for more marriage encouragement on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage After God, at Husband Revolution, and at Unveiled Wife.
0: We hope you have an incredible week and look forward to sharing more with you next week on the Marriage After God podcast. Uh.